Hi, and welcome to Why Did You Make Me Watch That with me, Holly Frew. And me, Ronan Warfield. Hi, Ronan. Howdy, howdy, howdy. How are you? Howdy, doody. Mm. Mm. Uh, are, are we a little delicate today? <laughs> we are a little bit delicate. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I went and saw James Bond. Yay, so did I. We, we yeah, talk. you saw it We should talk well. more in a minute. Yeah, but go on, tell me about your... your no, the origins just, of your, the, the origin story of your hangover time. Origin story is that after watching said movie, we needed to obviously debrief after. Um, so we went to the nearest boozer mm-hmm. and just kind of drank our faces off a little bit. But like, Sad. um, yeah. Just it was one of those things. It was fairly tame because there wasn't very many people there. It was, you know, it was one of those kind of like, ah, yeah, sure, we'll just have like a quick chat and then head on, you know, possibly like bus home, that kind of thing. And then the last one kept on being like, ah, sure, we'll have one for the road. Well, sure, okay, so this is going to be the last one for the road then. Yeah, okay. Oh, sure. Look, they're going to be finishing up now. Okay, so like one, this this physically is has to be the last one, you know, because they're finishing up now. But like it was actually, you know, a load more drinks than I was planning on having. But. You know, them's are the breaks. Um, but th- th- those are the best nights. The ones where you're like, oh, one more, go on. And it just keeps getting better and better. That's why you stay for one more. But then like the, the, pro- like, the productivity well, level then today was just like absolutely not happening. That's the only problem. Uh, you know, God's day. It's a day of rest. So. <laughs> it's a day of rest. <gasps> this is true. This is, is true. But how was your weekend? Uh, yeah, it was good. Oh, well, I'm in work at the moment. I'm on my lunch break, so... um. Work has been a large part of this weekend. Um, yes. But before that, I too went to see James Bond. Um, yes. What cinema did you go see then? Uh, Dundrum. Ah, uh, yes. I went to Liffey Valley. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. great cinema, though. It is. It's good cinema. And hot tip for anyone who's in the area, Liffey Valley used to be crazy prices in terms of cinema tickets. Not so yeah. much anymore. Really? Yeah, yeah. It used to be like 12, 13 euros a ticket. Now it's six euros. Six but yeah. did you go on a specific night? Was that a cheap cheese thing? Every film, every show, six euros. <gasps> right. Yeah. Oh my Crazy. God. So I don't know whether they're just trying to get people in the door because of COVID, but yeah. It's, yeah. It's happy, it's happy days. Like, wow. That's a great yeah. uh, tip. It is. So if I knew that, I probably would have been like, guys, let's go to Liffey Valley instead. Yeah. Although you wouldn't have the booze in here, boy. I don't know if there's a booze there. There is, but yeah, we would have been able to, like, I was able to actually just get a lift down to Dundrum fairly handily, whereas I would not have been offered that. quite a way away from you, yeah, true. But, you know, I mean, yeah, like, it is what it is. I guess if you're kind of like, want to hang out there, do a bit of shopping and then go in for a movie. Mm. And now the tal is closed for good, apparently. Is it? Do you see how he's gone? IMC are pulled out and they're looking for another couple. UCI. It hasn't been UCI since about fucking 1996. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, there is there, Holly. Uh, but yeah, now IMC pulled out and during COVID they said they weren't going back and now they're looking for another company to move in. But yeah, no sentimental for, for the foreseeable. Whoa. Gosh, yeah. that's a pity. It's really like. It is a pity because that was kind of the, the cinema I grew up with and I'm kind yeah. of bummed about it not being there now. So That's crazy that. Uh... Yeah. That that's gone. It was such a massive part of like the square. Mm. 
It used to be all there in the square. Now it's not. Now it's not all there in the square. It is not all there. It is not. So yeah, what did you think of James Bond? Go on, give your quick quick assessment. Quick assessment, wasn't expecting much. Um, You wouldn't be the biggest Bond fan, would you? Yeah, but like I actually have quite enjoyed uh, Daniel Craig's movies. Um, And so, I mean... You know, I just kind of feel like they're they're really kind of up in their game in terms of the storyline and everything. Whereas, um, and just I guess like just with technology, like all the sort of the effects are looking really good. But like I have to say, I really enjoyed this new band. Me too. Yeah. I it was like story from everything like storyline to stunts. Um, I was it was two hours forty running time. Mm. And I was on the edge of my seat, like through the whole thing. Like yeah. I didn't feel the time going by at all. Do you know? Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. It's a. Uh, it was. It was a good night at the movies. I have to. And it's been a long while since I enjoyed myself at the film. At a film at the movies that 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 much. Like it was. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. It was not what I was expecting from a James Bond film, but at the same time, the new stuff that they'd done didn't feel out of place, which is yeah. Which is good, like you know, because there's loads of stuff in it that you've never seen in a James Bond film, but it doesn't doesn't go against it around the kind of yeah, it was as you say, the up the game in the story. So yeah, well done. Yeah, I definitely think he's kind of like they definitely have made him more of a a human man, you know, rather than this yeah. kind of robot wooden kind indestructible of indestructible killer machine sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like they yeah. made him actually sort of uh they made him like literally in like just a normal they they brought Human. his humanity back yeah yeah very good yeah so it's definitely yeah. worth and the thing is you, you really are getting your money's worth like you're getting it on the screen you're getting the entertainment factor for like two and a half hours you know so it's it's worth going Mm. Uh, to see and it's a, it's well. it's it's a genre it's a genre on itself obviously james bond films are like yeah it's an action thriller but they really are a kind of style of action film that they're on they're along to themselves in terms of like they they like they keep doing these films like as practically as possible, you know, yeah. like with stunts being done actually on set and you know, yeah, all that kind of stuff, gadgets and all the rest are kind of semi-realistically. Um so yeah, they, they kind of that's why I enjoy them because they kind of they harken back to a more practical kind of filmmaking. Hmm. But um, and this one is very much up that in that in that vein, I would say. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah, yeah, very good. So there we are. Fee your first t- that's your that was your first trip back to the cinema. In what two years? Well, no, I went to see that. Uh, oh, you went to see the kids' movie. film. Yeah, yeah, and that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, that kind of doesn't really count too much because yeah, you like, weren't there for you. You were there for kids. It was just so. a so I was a support factor involved yeah. in facilitating young. Babies to mm. go to the cinema. Very true. Um, Very true. So yeah, we, uh, that was go, my first one. We'll be uh, we'll be press on with our scary yeah. movie season. Yeah. What are we now? Yeah. Week three or week four? What are we? Uh, this is. I think it's, it's our week, third week, isn't it? I think this is our second week. Now we've done two for four now. Oh yeah, we did. Sorry. Yeah. So this is our third. This is our third week. Yeah. Yeah. So for those who don't know, Halloween. we are doing we're doing Halloween movies for all of Halloween month. 
which is October, obviously. And this is now the third week. Yes. Um, are you getting sick of Hollywood or horror, horror films, I should say? No, not really, to be honest. No? Because, like, yeah, they've kind of been... Like, my first one was Midnight Mass, so... And then it was, mm-hmm. like, yeah, Dawn of the Dead. But, um, yeah, so I haven't really... It's not really been, like... Overkill, pardon the pun. Don't pardon uh, the pun. Uh, don't pardon the pun. Totally intentional. <laughs> intentional. Intentional pun. Pun intended. Yeah. Of course. Um. Yeah. So, will I? Am I going first? I can't remember. Are you going first? I can't remember either. Um. Uh, I think I could have gone first the last time. Yeah, sure. I go first this time. It's not a big deal. Um. Okay. All right, cutie. So, do you have my choices there? Because I don't. Um. Yes. So things heard and seen on things Netflix. Things heard and seen. That's right. Yeah. Or Halloween. Uh, the twenty eighteen. Uh, version. Hmm. Not the nineteen seventy eight. Not the nineteen seventy eight. Well, unsurprisingly, I went for Halloween. Ooh. Yes. And this has been on the list for a while, and I was going to actually watch it and recommend it for you, but you got there first. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Uh. Big. Uh, Bit of a crash course in the history of this film. Um, so obviously the first one came out in 1978. Um, and this uh, film basically pretends, purports to be a direct sequel to that film. So this basically undoes the second film and all the films that came after it. The, the second film originally was also a direct sequel to that first film, but it was set on the same night. Um, and... Yeah, it was more or less just a, a continuation of the story that happened in the first film. But now that's not canon anymore, because in that film you found out that uh, Michael Myers was supposed to be Jamie Lee Curtis's brother. Yes. Um, but that's not canon anymore. So basically this is a direct uh, direct sequel to the first one. All the other films are undone, essentially. So that's one, two, three, four. I think it's eight films, basically. Yeah. They're just basically screwing out the history. There was eight. They, they kind of tried to do this very same thing back in 2006, I think it was. Was it 2006? 2000. Where is it? No, sorry, 1998. I beg your pardon. With uh, Halloween H2O. Oh, yeah. So uh, basically, where they basically just on the 20th anniversary of the first film, they released a film purporting to be a direct sequel to that. Um, and that also starred Jamie Lee Curtis. And and that was kind of like an attempt to sort of uh, bring Halloween back to the whole uh, renewed teen slasher genre that had happened around then. You know, like the screen yeah. films and I know what you did last summer and all that. So, so they brought that out and it was a moderate success. It was mildly, um, it was mildly successful. Uh, but the, the, the proportion of that film was that they basically just brought Jamie Lee Curtis back. On, she came back on the pretense that it'd be like, we're killing them off in this film, you know. I want to bookend my storyline with me killing them off, and they're like, "Grand so." And indeed, at the end of H two O, she does kill him off, and that should have been the end of it. But of course, it made a ton of money, so it wasn't the end of it. Producers are all like, "We want more money." They're like, "So this they, people are interested." They made another one after that, which is a direct sequel to that, uh, which undone the death at the end ridiculously. So it wasn't very good, and it wasn't very successful. Then they rebooted it again uh, with a different director, a different storyline, the whole lot. Um, and that was crap. Uh, but they you watch all of those. I have seen them in the past. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. They're not very good. I wouldn't recommend watching them now. I'd recommend going through their Wikipedia uh, synopsis <laughs> just to see how silly the whole series got. Like, especially okay. in the eighties, it gets crazy. Like, but anyway. 
So the reboot then comes out. Uh, that was 2012, 13, I want to say. That was directed by Rob Zombie. Um, and it was crap. Uh, so basically just tried to make it a whole grunge, you know, gory sort of rock video sort of thing. Like, you know, it was crap. Um, so they let it lie for a few years. And then we get Halloween 2018, which, as I said, is a direct sequel to number one. So they've just been uh, like, let's just erase all of just those ignore all the rest. Yeah, all just, those other films are done. Yeah. So they're not canon anymore. And the difference this time around being is that they have the involvement of John Carpenter. Uh, the original writer-director. Uh, now he's back. He's back as one of the producers. Um, he's also on board as one of the composers because he actually wrote the original theme tune, the you know the, yes. the Halloween theme that we all know. Yeah. He wrote that. He, he was a composer for that back in 78. So he's back as one of the co-composers in this film. Um, so he's kind of given his blessing for the whole, what they're trying to do with this film. Um, it's directed by David Gordon Green and co-written by Green and Danny McBride who up to now would be largely comedy. Yeah. Duo. I didn't realize they, he was actually involved in this. Yeah. So obviously they were responsible for things like Pineapple Express and other stuff. That's all just like, you know, stone or slacker comedies. Yeah. Not this at all. This is the end. Yeah. This is the end. Shit like that. Like, you know, all that was basically their wheelhouse up to now. So this is their first attempt at being serious kind of um, filmmakers. Um, so yeah, so they're, they're basically going at it as a sequel to the first one, and they're very much copying the style of the first one in terms of like the you know the camera work and the cinematography and the score. It could be it could be basically made by Carpenter, um, because it looks so similar to the film in '78. Like even the opening titles are the very same logo and font and the whole lot, like you know. Um, so yeah, it's it's they're very much nailed the look. Um, so the story picks up basically uh, uh, Michael Myers has been institutionalized for 40 years um, since that night where he basically killed five people um, in the first film. So he's been in a, uh, an institute since then. Yeah. Starts off with a couple of uh, or reporters who are, I think they're making a, a documentary of some sort or some sort of crime podcast it looks like. Is that what yeah. they're making? Yeah, they're making some sort of crime so. podcast anyway. So anyway, they gain access to the hospital to interview Michael Myers and the doctor who's looking after him. Um, and one of the podcasters essentially has the mic, the 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 mask that he wore in the first film. Um, and he basically pulls it out of the bag to show Michael Myers. He doesn't look up or anything, but the whole the whole other uh, uh, patients in the uh, hospital basically go nutsy dargle when he pulls out the mask, like so. It's obviously having some sort of effect on the people there. Um, and it's and actually very well, it's very well shot that scene because you don't see, you don't, you don't see his face. Yeah. Michael's face. You never see his all. face. Yeah. Whenever he's not got the mask on, you never see his face. You just see his shape. And in fact, yeah. they call him the shape because that's essentially how he appears to most people. It's just a shadow or a shape in the, in the shadows, essentially. So um, you never see his face without the mask, essentially. Uh, he... Nothing happens there at that point, but the, the podcasters then leave. Uh, they're obviously on the hunt for some sort of breakthrough or some sort of scoop that they can make a, a documentary around. They go visit Laurie Strode, played by Jamie Lee Curtis. Now, at this point, Jamie Lee Curtis's character has essentially gone full uh, full Sarah Connor since the first film. She's basically holed up in her own uh, fortified house. She's got guns. She's got you know steel bars in every doorway. She's Yeah, she's basically just... 
she's 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 full on in this one. Um and yeah, she and it's, her life has suffered because of it. You find her that she's had two failed marriages, her child was taken off her when the child was 12 because uh essentially she was teaching the child how to, you know, use guns and stuff like that in preparation for the day that Michael Myers would finish the job and come after her. Um so yeah, she basically just turns into a, a gun-obsessed hermit for all for for what it would appear to the, to the, the rest of the world to be. Um, and they get nothing out of horror uh, when they go visit her at the podcasters. Uh, but we do find out that at some point uh, during those first twenty minutes that they're moving Michael Myers to a worse place than he's been for the forty years, uh, somewhere far less. Um, interested in, in, the, in, in exploring his mind and just basically interested in locking him up till he dies. So, uh, and then yeah. we get introduced to other characters as well along the way. So we get introduced to Laurie Strode's daughter, who's played by Judy Greer, uh, and her daughter, who's played by Virginia Gardner, I think. Yeah. And is it? No, wait, hang on. I have to get that name right. Wrong. There it is. There it is. No, sorry, Andy Matichek. That's right. All right. Is are you yeah. talking about the daughter? Yeah. The da- the granddaughter, essentially. Oh, yeah. Or the daughter of the daughter. So uh we get introduced to these two characters. Uh Judy Greer is married, uh, has this daughter who is basically they're all living in Haddonfield, which is the town where the original was set. Um and yeah, we get introduced to a few people who you know are just gonna be basically, you know, canon forder for Michael Myers later on. Um and getting to know them is literally their only purpose so they can get killed later on and you give a shit like so. Um, uh, but I love the so, fact that he's being transported because that is like the legit breakout reason for most. Mm, mm. And there's a lot of cliches in it, but the cliches kind of, um, they're not cliches, but they're kind of like tributes. They're backed to, up. Yeah. Yeah, they're backed up and they're, they, they play it as tributes to the cliche, essentially. Yeah. Where it's kind of a knowing this is a classic kind of slasher horror film. Like, you know, it's not like, it's not trying to reinvent the wheel. It's basically just saying the wheel is pretty good and we enjoyed the cliches, essentially. So, yes. Um, that would be the best way to put it. But anyway, so we get to know, you know, uh, the, do- the granddaughter who's got a you know, few friends who are just your typical shitty teenagers. Um. And there's a big dance going on. It's Halloween night and it's all setting up to be, you know, slasher fair fodder and all that shit. So, um, so yeah, obviously uh, the bush, the bus transporting Michael Myers crashes. Uh, he escapes um, a Jeep pulls across to the side of the road and uh, Michael Myers kills the people in it, gets the Jeep, chases after the podcasters um, chases, uh, follows them to a gas station, kills the two of them. And gets his mask back, and that's it. He's back in the game as Michael Myers. Um, and because he just it's loves Halloween, the mask night, so much. he just loves the mask. He can't do without it. So, oh, and um, yeah, and of course it is Halloween. And it's of course it's Halloween night, so he can walk around pretty much, you know, unsuspected because everyone's wearing a mask. Excuse me, of some yes. sort. Um, but of course he immediately gets back to Haddonfield and starts a killing spree of largely innocent, unsuspecting people. Um. Uh, but obviously his end game is to kill Laurie Strode and finish what he started 40 years earlier. Um, and that's pretty much it. That's that's the good yeah. story. I'll leave it there because I can't That's really a really good to... rundown. Yeah. Um, but it does end, it does go, it does go to a good ending. Um, and that's yeah. it. I think that's probably my biggest, like I did enjoy this and that's my biggest issue is that 
like the like the one H2O that I mentioned, um, the premise of this film is that the only reason for telling the story is that they actually finish him off, you know? Yeah. And of course, we've got the sequel coming out next week, which is Halloween Kills, it's called. Yeah. So it turns out it's not the end, which they did market this film as being, you know, yeah, the, 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 the end of a story, the final one. But of course, it never is. Um, so obviously, they don't kill him. Um, he's still alive come the end of this. Again, not a spoiler because the sequel's coming out next week. So yeah. 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 Um, so uh, yeah. So the sequel's coming out next week. Now, as it turns out, the sequel is the second part of a trilogy, a planned trilogy. And the sequel to that is already made and coming out next year. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so, so you've actually... got so you got Halloween, you got Halloween Kills, and then you've got Halloween Ends, which will be next next Halloween. Okay. Um, and they're all made, they're all ready to be released. Uh, so I have to hope that they know what they're doing because had it been just this film, it would yeah. have been probably the best of the whole series. I, I yeah, I really enjoyed this as a yeah. total standalone. As you take, if you take it on its own merit, it's brilliant. It's really, really good. It's a, yeah. it's, it's a perfect sequel to the first one and it's, it's done in such a way that um, it pays tribute to and then, you know, makes better. Starts, on the brand yeah. yeah. I remember I was watching it and um, it was just one of those things where I was like, kind of like, you know, I'm not a mad horror sort of fan, but mm. I was, it, it's more on the edge of your seat kind of thriller as opposed to like, yeah. I'm going to have yeah, nightmares yeah. about this. So it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's some really yeah. there's some really good jump scares in it, but yeah. as you say, yeah, it's more it more leans into thriller than you know. And it has a very good storyline. Yeah. It does, yeah. It's not it's not slacking on the story either, and the characters are believable and um they're filled out like one one of the big things that where horror films for me of this kind kind of fall down is like the, the, the lapses in logical judgments and the stupid excuses that people or the stupid things that people do in these films, and you know, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, great. Yeah. Run up the stairs. Yeah. Oh. All that kind of shit really annoys me. Like, you know, but and there's very little of that in this film. There is some of it, but it's very, it's, it's kind of light on the whole, you know, ridiculousness just to serve the story sort of thing. It, 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 it kind of plays out quite logically. And the characters also are quite logical and, and realistic, idiots. sort of. Yeah. And realistic. Nobody's an outright idiot or anything like, you know, so. Um, maybe which, one of uh, the people maybe one of the kids yeah when, yeah one, uh, yeah one of the kids is a bit of a dick yeah 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 yeah, yeah i know who exactly but, who you're talking about and anyone who watches this will know exactly who we're talking about <laughs> but um yeah no aside from that yeah, yeah everyone kind of you know keep holds their own in terms of their yeah. character and stuff so so that again also refreshing so yeah yeah i just yeah had this been its own film it would have been great but because i know there's a sequel coming out i kind of have to reserve my full opinion on it until i see the sequel um, yeah and then the trilogy and then yeah the trilogy as a whole well i mean it's all depending on the next one if the next one's good then you're like i'm all in for this whole trilogy like you know they've they've done their job and they obviously had a plan from the start but yeah if the next one's shit then you're like oh they were just making up as they go along and they've done exactly what the last crowd did with h2o and yeah. they had a good idea that they ruined so so yeah yeah well, well i'm glad you made me watch it because it kind of reinvigorated my interest in this whole thing so yeah, and the, the fact series. that the fact um that it's you know it's a it's a Halloween like it's a Halloween classic. Mm. Uh, oh, the, it's the, the Halloween classic. Halloween. Yeah, yeah. And it's then the Halloween classic, like yeah. Yeah, and like I yeah I when I watched it last year I was like wow I I just really enjoyed it you know. Mm. 
because he was like the and he always is like the, the Michael Myers character has always been like the original sort of masked boogeyman. Yeah, because he started that all thing like because then you have Friday the Thirteenth and Jason Voorhees and all that shit afterwards, which are pale imitations. Like you know, um, did you see? Um, did you ever watch the thing? You know, it's part of uh that series. How did they make that or something along those lines? The thing on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a new season out, and one of them is Halloween, isn't it? Yeah. I haven't seen and- it yet. I only watched a bit of it. I can't remember what I was doing, but I, I turned it off anyway. But like they just got the to moves the that made where... us. That's what it is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, that's a great it's such a great series. If anyone mm, hasn't seen it. it to just yeah. dip in for like half an hour and you get a real insight of like how the films that we loved like were made. Mm. But um, the first the... season is very annoying because the voiceover guy doing the first season is like this very annoying American guy, you know, but then the second and third seasons are being narrated by Danny Wallace, who's an English presenter. Yes. And much, much more palatable. So, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the they talk about the choosing the mask and, you know, like when they were doing wardrobe rehearsals and stuff mm. for, for uh, uh, Michael Myers's hockey Did they mask. mention it being like, a, a, did they mention it being a, a William Shatner Star Trek mask? Oh, they did. Or did they? I can't remember know exactly what they were what all the other options were now yeah because uh, the one that they like the face the, the actual face itself was molded off it was it was originally a william shatner star trek costume oh my god yeah and like that's they just like, created into a sort of a hockey mask that's what it was, like when they bought the masks and all they were just part of like dresses captain kirk like Oh my! And that's God. why the mask vaguely looks like '60s William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> before he and, went up yeah, in space last week. Before he went up in space, like yeah, now it looks like him now. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all like bloated and wrinkled. <laughs> yeah. yeah. After Michael Myers has gotten bashed up a little bit, like that's yeah. what his face looks. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. But the, the, the only thing that really annoyed me—oh no, it didn't annoy me, but it kind of bothered me because when you think logically, um. Michael Myers is 60 years old in this film. <laughs> yeah. you're like, Jesus, he's pretty fucking spry for a 60-year-old. <laughs> I also kind of was thinking that as well, just in terms yeah. of, because there is a lot of physical, you know, it's not just kind of like shooting a gun from afar. No, yeah, he's, 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 uh, he's killing people with his bare hands. No problem. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's taking a hit as well. Like he gets shot and he gets his hand shot off at some point and you're like, this guy can move and he can withstand a beating. <laughs> I don't know what the secret is, but I want to. <laughs> well, I guess like, you know, 60 isn't 60 is the new 50, bro. Oh, apparently so. I didn't <laughs> think he was. I didn't think he had much of a gym there in that psychiatric hospital, but he must have like yeah. he must have been doing something right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, But he actually looks like a big guy. Like that actor yeah. is like a fairly big, like quite athletic looking guy, even yeah. if he is a bit older. Do you know what I'm saying? J- James Jude Courtney. That's what there we're talking about. Yeah. There you go. Well done. Fair play to you. He's, a- he's actually played Hol- Michael Myers in the other films as well. Yeah. As in, like, the earlier films. So. And no one ever knows what he looks like because he's no. never shown his face on anything. Never. never. But there you go. There um, you go. Well so, yeah. done. Yeah. No, I'm glad I met. Glad you made me watch it. Is the, is cool. the, is the moral of the story. That's the so. verdict. Yeah. Yeah. And that's on Netflix. So if anyone hasn't watched it, go watch uh, it. Oh, actually, it's not on Netflix. It was on is Netflix. Oh. No, it's not anymore. They, every other Halloween film is on Netflix except this one. 
oh where did i watch yeah. it then i must have watched it on something else you did yeah it was on netflix because oh, i was yeah. googling it and some some countries still have it that's what i had to do i had to turn on the vpn and watch it from netflix germany oh okay it so it was so, on yeah. german netflix so, so if you're in germany i thought it might have netflix. been actually on disney uh, no definitely not, oh, on disney, not. No. okay no um cool I had so my choices this week um were Slither on Amazon Prime um or The Cabin in the Woods on Netflix and mm-hmm. I watched The Cabin in the Woods. Ooh, okay, okay, interesting, interesting. I Very usually good. when I'm watching a few these, I'm um I'll actually like write down a few sort of like one or two things just so that mm. I kind of like a couple, couple of points of interest. Yeah. Yeah. And um the only thing I wrote after this film is berserk. That was like <laughs> as in my... this film is berserk. Yeah. Like yeah. that is the the rundown. But it's certainly unexpected, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I went in with this. I have seen trailers for the movie and I've seen um, you know, just like your basic like picture. Uh, on various social media, whatever, because it mm-hmm. came out in 2011. Um, it's directed by Drew Goddard. It's technically a horror comedy, but I don't know. It's sort of, yeah, I guess it is a bit sort of more. I think all horrors have a slight element of comedy in them, mm. to be fair. The good ones do. The good ones. Yeah. Do. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was directed by Drew Goddard, written by Joss Whedon and Drew Goddard as well, and then produced by Joss Whedon. So it's got like a quite a good backing. Mm. Um, yeah, so when I saw pictures of this and trailers and stuff, I kind of had this impression uh, because of the lineup. So it, the main characters are basically a group of college kids that go to cliches total cliches like the jock the pretty cheerleader like a kind of nerdy girl stoner and kind of uh hot guy i don't know he's like i guess he's kind of the nerd guy but he's like he's movie nerd guy so he's super hot as well but um (laughs) ronald's like yeah he's a attractive man yeah he's super hot uh, no. Are you talking about Hemsworth or the other guy? No, the other guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, yeah, the sensible, but yet hot guy. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. like the sensible. Whereas Chris yeah. Hemsworth, and he's just like ridiculous, but stupid just, hot guy. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you have all the, those cliche guys and it's like mm-hmm. they, um, uh, what you call it? Chris Hemsworth's aunt or cousin or someone had a, a cabin in the woods and they could all stay there for the weekend. So they're all like, yeah, cool, let's do this. And they rent a Norvi. And um, so that's kind of all I knew about this film is that, mm. you know, this kind of typecast group of friends from college go to this cabin in the woods. And then obviously like loads of terrible shit happens to them. So I was kind of going into this movie a bit like, OK, this is just going to be like, kind of a teen slasher kind of thing you know nothing really to it I'll watch it just Mm -hmm. to report back and it's fucking anything but that um like it's actually 
totally it it just got me totally like off guard so it's essentially that the group of college kids uh mates go to this cabin and it's in the middle of nowhere and they stop off like in this um sort of one horse town like uh what you call it uh petrol station and just Mm. to fill up the tank and it was just like served by this absolutely horrible man and so it's just you know they're going into something terrible um and then we see like the cabin and all the way in the background as well you're seeing Richard Jenkins who's also hilarious in this mm-hmm. um and another one of his colleagues and they're like uh, Bra- uh, Bradley Whitford yes again and also very mm. uh good mm. so you see these guys in suits in this kind of office uh sort of talk like command about. station sort yes of. yeah and you're kind of like what have these two groups of people got to do with each other like how mm. are these going to be linked up and you kind of realize then that uh richard jenkins is talking about the group that are going uh into the cabin um so yeah basically the plot follows a group of college students who uh, go into the remote forest cabin and then they fall victim to a load of zombies while technicians like Richard Jenkins and his team manipulate events from an underground facility. Mm-hmm. So it's so basically they're operating the whole cabin in the woods scare house sort of thing. It is it's, of his students. It's all yeah. like a massive um, and this all happens within like the first 20 minutes so it's not mm. actually a spoiler so yeah. you can't really talk about it without saying why everything is happening the way it's happening i yeah. know yeah. so it's like the cabin is there and the guys unknowingly go into it um but it's actually like a massive it's almost like one of those uh mystery how or what are those games called you know uh-huh. when you go in and do a game in a room escape room yeah. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but they like, don't know, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They don't yeah. know what's going on, but it's kind of like an escape room. And um, so there's people in the background that know and are controlling the situation, and they've got like legit real life like zombies on hand, or they have. Um, I love the scene where they're taking a, there's like they're taking bets on which. Obviously, yes. it's it, it's up to the it's up to the students to like you know accidentally uncover whatever horrors are going to befall them, like, but yes. they do it themselves, like through whatever actions they take, and like they're in the office taking bets on which horror they're going to unleash. Yeah, you know, is it going to be the zombies or is it going to be like the the werewolf or the merman or, or the merman? Shit? The merman, yeah. like, what the fuck is that about? Like, so which is a gag that plays off in the end. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. so like it's yeah they basically then um so they unleash like zombies by accident like unknowingly and they just kind of live there they exist for a bit and then the zombies start attacking them and it's it's like a massive kind of like fight then for their survival against this um 
like this family, family of zombies, zombies. Yeah. and while oh, while everything's being manipulated yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah. the the guys in the control room then are just kind of like setting things off to i guess trap the people trap the teenagers to essentially like hopefully uh they'll all die yeah um so yeah it's like this really really berserk Mm. like and and like and as you say it just gets mental after that like yeah yeah. i i I literally was watching it going like this is the most berserk thing i've ever seen in my life (laughs) i know so it, like, <laughs> like just just from going from like a very like one dimensional storyline is what I was envisioning like mm. this film to be just you know you're oh, okay so they're gonna go to a cabin exactly the, and they're exactly going the right to get attacked to go into that like yeah, yeah they're gonna get yeah, attacked 100%. by like an axe murderer mm. and you know and then they're all gonna die and that's that's that and you know but the fact that like this whole thing is being an absolute like mind game like uh a sort of yeah like a like a really mad elaborate escape room that's been designed is just yeah it's really mm. crazy but it's really enjoyable like it, it actually um it wouldn't be super horror horror it is very gory at t- certain times and mm. um but it would be it's it's quite funny in in some places especially like just with the blase uh treatment of the teenagers by the mm. the control room yeah um they're just basically like oh yeah so like you know just openly it's just another, another day at the office for them like you know? yeah yeah um, which is very good it does have like you know it 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 gets more uh, elaborate in terms of you know certain events that happen so like I won't give too much away just in case anyone mm. hasn't seen it yet, even though it was ten years ago now. So now if if people haven't seen it, yeah, yeah, you don't want to ruin it for them because yeah, uh, but it is on Netflix. It is worth watch. Definitely, it is not the boring, very one dimensional storyline I thought it was. Yeah, and um, nice little cameo at the end as well. Yeah, uh, yes, because again, the whole the whole film kind of plays on. The genres of horror films like you know the different types that there are um it kind of plays on on what you expect and then kind of dumps everything on its head like and the the cameo at the end is a real tribute to all that kind of horror moves of the past like you know yeah very much yeah, so. so um yeah they uh they all are they're so, like I guess Chris Chris Hemsworth is probably like the the biggest name. Um, mm. out of uh, the... The, the main girl, and she was in House of Cards, wasn't she for a bit? Kristen Connolly. Remember. Yeah, she was in House of Cards, I think, for a while. Okay. Before she got killed off, I'm sure. Yeah, she was. She was. Um, you know, uh, the senator who gets sort of set up by Kevin Spacey. She she was his secretary, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And um, um, yeah, so yeah, she's there. But apart um, from her, that's yeah, it's largely unknown. And Chris, I didn't really, I've never really kind of seen the other guys before. Mm. Um. So, yeah, 
but um, definitely worth the watch. I think. Mm, I agree. I agree. It's one. So I'm Halloween glad that nerds, you made me watch so. that. Good. 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 What are you saying? I said it's one for like horror, horror film nerds. I'm sure horror film nerds have seen it already. But if you like your horror films and you haven't seen this, this is you'll very much appreciate this. I think. Yes. Yeah. Especially because it it actually really talks about you know sort kind of, of other horror films. yeah it kind yeah. of is a culmination of loads of different horror films mm, uh, definitely. so yeah it's it, for a horror fan it would be right up your alley indeed i agree i agree i'm glad you like um, that now that yeah. could have been a could have been a, a marmite situation there but... like i watched it during the day because that's my safe space um, <laughs> to watch anything I also like. watch mine during the day yeah yeah just in case <laughs> yeah. and uh you can't, you can't be too careful no 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 so I think um but actually I think I probably could have watched it in at night time uh because it you're wasn't too pardon I said you're mad bastard watching I know I know scary <laughs> um but yeah so do you have films for next week? I surely do. Oh. Mm, excuse yourself. Okay. Um, do you have films for me? Yeah. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Next week is going to be our 25th episode. Oh. Mm, uh, quarter century. Quarter, quarter, quarter century. Yeah. I was going to say. That's cool. Um, okay, so your films are. I'm going to give you one that I've already given you that you turned down. Okay. I'm going to give you another. I want to give you another shadow. Uh, I'm going to give you Attack the Block on Netflix. Oh yeah, is that mm-hmm. or Channel Four? Uh, well, Netflix would be our best bet. Okay. Because I, I went to look for it there in the All Four app and it wasn't there anymore. So oh, okay. It's definitely. But I'm looking at it here on Netflix. It's there now. Brill. Um. So Attack the Block, or I've given up the other one now. Sorry. Cause, um, Oh, was it again? I'm not to lose it now. Heck. No. I know. I hate that. Hang on a second. Give me my two there while I'm looking okay. for this. Okay. So for you, I have Hush. It's actually the other Mike Flanagan movie because we're kind of like doing Mike Flanagan. Oh, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's, it stars his missus and... Um. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah. So it's. It's called Hush. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Cool. All right. Um. So that's one or Practical Magic, which is on Prime, Amazon Prime. Mm. I want to say that's the one with Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Is that a horror film? Well, it's a Halloween film. Oh, okay. It kind of, from what I remember, is. is uh, Happy rom-com, isn't it? Or is it? Uh, this is about Halloween. Oh, okay. Doesn't have to be scary, I suppose. It's about Halloween. So yeah, yeah. you're right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay, so you're the one here I found that is The Descent. And oh, that's also yeah. on Netflix. Have you seen it? Um, I think I have. Oh, okay. But I can't think. I don't, like it's one of those things that I've kind of is it just the fact that I've seen it so many times on Netflix like as in the picture or you how don't know I whether you've seen it or not it's about the six girls who go uh, uh, cave diving 
I think I have seen it, but I think it's been a long time ago. So I think I might. Um, Do you want to take it anyway? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take it anyway. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So that's cool. Yeah, you have an attack the block either way. So yeah. And so yeah, yours is practical magic on Amazon Prime or Hush mm-hmm. on Netflix. Cool. Thank you. You are welcome. Oh, thank you very much. Yes, yes. Um, cool. So what's your plans for the week? More college? More college, more group projects. Um, we have like our first CAs as well. Mm. What's that and mean? what's pardon? a CA? What's oh, a CA? A class like uh, assessment or course assessment or whatever. Uh, so okay. it's like so most of our subjects we have three per semester. So um I have four subjects and I've gotten uh three out of the four I have like projects for three out of the four subjects so far hmm. so it's and, and now that you're in college have you identified all the different social groups the nerds the jocks the cheerleaders uh, no but like I mean it's all online so uh, it's there's no actual very... campus for you to well there is major, technically major a campus that, yeah, yeah. along Westmoreland Street but it's not uh there's no in-class classes at the moment. All right. Not That's yet. Sick. And is there a crusty old dean trying to ruin all your fun or anything like that now? <sighs> just like old school. Like, I just want to party. And he's just like. Yeah, he's just like ruining your shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, what's yeah. his name? Um, Dean Pritchard. I, know, I can't remember something? what uh, Pritchard, yeah. But I love the way they keep calling him Cheese. Because that was what they all oh, called him as a kid. Like, yeah, like, all right, Cheese. Yeah, it's not that anymore. I don't call it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, good. I must rewatch that. Yeah. I I watch I rewatched that recently on Netflix because it's just mm. like such a classic, but it's it just is. so easy to like nip in and out. So, so yeah. So there'd be no uh, uh initiation rituals for you or to get into some sort of probs not? No. no Alpha Kappa Data shit. <laughs> Very good. I'm just running through, I'm running through all the college cliches in my head here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, do you know what? It's horrible though, because like my job really gets in the way mm, of you having fun. Yeah. So it's the job, job is the crusty old Dean in this scenario. Yeah, yeah. My job <laughs> is just really annoying me at the moment. So it's just, right. you know, it's very difficult for me to try and have a good time and do college with work being in my way all day i know you just want to party you just want to party you know know? why would they let you party i don't know i don't know (laughs) i don't know i don't know i don't know know. we had fun did Uh, you yeah you have some days off now mm, i do um nothing big on the agenda i don't think um there was actually speaking of college uh I recently made uh, contact with all the people I went to college with. Oh my God. Actual college, like, which is now 20 years on. So, and we're talking about having a reunion in the coming weeks, which is going to be a trip. Oh. Yeah. Like a lot of those people just like, you know, went to Canada and blah, blah, blah. And they're home and all. Like, it's like, holy Christ, it's going to be weird. Yeah. So. And did a lot of people like just fall off the face of the earth? Like when you left? Yeah. hundred percent. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh yeah, some people I haven't seen since college. Now a few of them I, I I 
travel to Australia with straight after college, like, but like you, you, you know, you fall off the radar for different things and all the rest of yeah. different people. And yeah, it'll be, it'll be weird to see them all again, but yeah, we're going to plan that for the next couple of weeks. And, a nice yeah. in town, no doubt. I will report back. Yeah. What shenanigans we get up to. No oh, doubt it'll be that, like, that you know, be great though. Yeah. It'll be like college style ragers and frat parties and, and then you'll all be like (laughs) it'll be it'll be six of us sitting in grogan's beginners and reminiscing about how fat we all are (laughs) it'll it'll whittle down to six because even though like 20 will be on a face group facebook group it'll be like you know oh that doesn't suit me and that doesn't suit me and then it'll just i can't get a sitter and uh, yeah all the shit like you know yeah real life interjects as they say yeah well, I hope that that planning goes well. Sounds interesting. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. It's good to see folks that you haven't seen in a while. Mm, true. Very true. Um, all right, cool. I think that about does it, what you reckon? Yes. Mm. Uh, so you can follow us on our Facebook or our Instagram at Why Did You Podcast. Or you can always send us an email at Why Did You Podcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, if you want to give us any Halloween uh, recommendations as well, that would be awesome. Okay, mm. so everyone have a great week and we'll speak to you next week. Talk to you later, guys. Bye. Bye.